0: So my topic here today is the role of Yama and Niyama to attain Atendiga Dukanavrati. And while one moves progressively moves towards attaining this Atandiga Dukanavarti, we will also he will also, he or she will also come to know about or he will experience this mindfulness state also. And mindfulness has various definitions in the narrow sense and the broader sense. So to explain it, as I understood, I will sh- start with the story. In 16th century Kerala, there was uh, it started actually in 15th century and it lasted up to 18th century. There was a branch of mathematics known as Kerala School of Mathematics. So many new developments, especially in the field of uh, calculus and astronomical mathematics, uh, originated in that period. Originally, it was started by Madhava of Sangamagrama. So, there was one famous astronomer, he is also a poet, I will come to his poetic ability later. In that uh, lineage, he's, so one day morning uh, he, was, he was staying in his ancestral house while after bath uh, he was moving through the prayer hall, uh, towards the prayer hall. So, the grandfather was an astrologer and he was preparing for the daily. Uh, prasna means in Kerala astrological tradition, every day morning they will calculate the Panjanga for that day and they will keep the Kavadi, the uh, shells in particular order. The Navagrahas and all other points will be kept in that particular wooden platform. So, Unfortunately, this uh, young boy stumbled upon this thing and all the particular arrangements which he has done for that particular day was uh, removed and then he was in a very difficult situation. So the grandfather became very angry and shouted at this boy, hey, why you did, I have spent several hours to calculate this and, and I set all this for today's uh, panchanga, but in one second you have disturbed. Then the boy, young boy told, oh, sir, uh, grandfather, I will help you, so give me one minute and he just took one minute to reset it in, in its entire original form. So what happened was, while he was going, he just had a glance over the palaga or that particular wooden table, and within that glance, he could identify what was the original location, what was the position. And that was uh, kept in his memory, just like a CCTV camera or a video camera is capturing us. So that can be, and he, then he could reproduce the entire, in its original form. So the person, the young boy was none other than Melpatur Narayana Bhattadiri, the author of Narayaniyam also. So this is one example of mindfulness, means whatever activity we are doing, it's not a kind of full focus in, as we encounter in meditation, but whatever we do, it, in full focus, a kind of infinite focus everywhere. It may not be limited to this room, but in its expansive stage, even if it, the event happens out the, outside the room, we'll have it, a relation with that. So, with that uh, small story, we'll start Yama Nema. So, come whatever stream, uh, the, there are different streams of yoga and all this Advaitic Vedic text. But one of the fundamental requirements to excel in the sadhaka life, the path of yogi is practicing of Yama and Nema. And a brief introduction and a deep introduction actually of yoga sutras are already given by my previous speakers. So, I will not venture into the... Uh, components of yoga sutras um, but as sir mentioned there are four chapters it starts with uh, samadhi and then sadhana and then vipudi and then kaivalya so the second chapter uh, discusses various techniques which one should follow what are the things we have to practice and he list uh, actually there are three levels because for the higher level he Padanjali Maharshi gives one set of practices for the middle or the intermediate practitioner, he gives another set of techniques. And for the beginner level, for most of the uh, people, he gives Ashtanga Yoga. So it starts with Yama, Niyama, Asana, Pranayama, Pratyahara, then Dharana, Dhyana and Samadhi. So among this, the Yama and Nema are the first or the fundamental steps. Without Yama and Nema, we cannot... Uh, practice anything and we can practice but the perfection will not be at it. and also uh, at a later stage he gives uh, what is yama I think oh. yeah, yeah should they deal? we have time now Okay. okay. So, uh, Yama, there are five components. Ahimsa, Satyam, Asteyam, Brahmacharyam and Aparigriham. And then we have uh, Niyamas, Shaujyam, Sandosham, Tabas, Ishrapnanyadhanam and then Swadhyaya. So, Yama are more like uh, the thing which he has to do mentally. And the other, uh, the, and it interacts, in his interactions with society also. Because Ahimsa, then uh, Brahmacharyam, all this kind of thing. So, So we all know, at least from a general level, we know what are the five components of EMI and five components of NEMA. But immediately after announcing EMI, I think in uh, 2.32, the universal nature, because you have to follow irrespective of whether you are uh, your you gender, your caste, jadi, he uses the word jadi, I don't know whether it has the correspondent modern notion, so uh, irrespective of jadi, kalam, desham and the occasion, samaya, so irrespective of whether you are a king or a soldier or a priest, if you want to practice and attain kaivalya, you have to practice absolute ahimsa. There is no uh, division or there is no uh, concession for being a soldier, you can do this uh, ahimsa. No. At least that is what I understood after reading uh, Hari Hiranda Swamiji's uh, commentary. So, the modern commentary states give their own other versions like a soldier as part of his dharma can do some kind of uh, ahimsa. But the original... Uh, the intention of Patanjali Maharshi is, irrespective of jadi, and kala, and besha, and the occasion in life, samaya, you have to practice ahimsa, satyam, asteya, brahmacharya, and perigriha. So these are the five yamas, and after that, the other five niyamas are also there. And so this, uh, after defining yama, niyama, and then he starts defining each of the benefits. So, what's the benefit of practicing Ahimsa? So, the list is around uh, 5 plus 5. So, 5 plus 6, actually. 5 benefits of Yama and then 6 benefits. He gives the purity. There are two benefits. The Shauja, internal benefit and external benefit. So, after uh, summarizing all the benefits, he says, uh, unless you practice this, uh, there will be some difficulties. For example, if we, we want to practice Ahimsa, but we will encounter some situation where we have to practice Ahimsa. We, at least in our mind, we will think, oh, I want to kill that person, I want to revenge that act, I want to hit him, or I, at least in the mental level. So he gives a technique. Immediately, you have to remove this by using the technique Pradhibaksha Bhavana. So that's one important technique, an important sutra. So maybe I think all in the entire 196 sutra, for a common man, for a Maybe from a student perspective, the most important is Pratibhakshabhavana. So whenever a negative thought comes, imagine the opposite, the effect of it. For example, if I hit that person or if I take somebody from him or if I did not practice brahmacharya in this particular occasion, what will be the consequences? So we have to think about it. And based on that thinking, we have to correct ourselves. So that is has been detailedly discussed in the paper also. And then uh, this Yama and Nema are not only limited to Patanjali's Yoga Sutra. For example, uh, Swami Vedha has listed more than 100 texts which deals with different types of Yama and nayama. Some list only one Yama, that is Ahimsa, which is the universal Yama. And some list as long as uh, 16 Yamas. I think uh, Manasolasa, the text list around 15 to 16 uh, Yamas also. And nayamas. So that is about the universality. And this is from the second chapter. In the third chapter, uh, Padjali Maharshi describes the benefits of practicing the last three, dharana, dhyanam and samadhi. So this together, he is calling it a samyama. So samyama on this particular object or particular being will give you some... uh, Benefits. So all these are considered as natural, supernatural abilities. Some of the abilities are we can fly. Uh, we'll have the uh, universal knowledge. We'll have the power of an elephant. We'll have all this kind of different, different uh, beautiful experiences. Then at three, three seven, he gives. Oh, but all these are hindrances towards your ultimate goal. So even though it is good in materialistic world, so. Yeah, but the mindfulness I will come at the next sutra. So all this comes, all these qualities, all these supernatural powers, whatever you are acquiring, will be good only in the materialistic world. But if you want to excel, but if you want to achieve your final goal of Kaivalya, you have to uh, discard it and go beyond it. And at uh, so he gives tadwaireya Gedabi even that you have to discard so that you will attain Kaivalya in mean, 350. Uh, third chapter 50th sutra and he progresses and at at one stage he says i think already the seven stages of a sadaga uh, his mental has been already discussed in the first paper itself at one stage it is in 3.51 uh, the 51st sutra he gives a warning because at the highest level of sadhaga we will uh, level of practice one will become omniscience. He will be almost identical to Ishwara. Sarvajantam. That is the knowledge he will gain. So, that stage, he will have an invitation from Stani Pramanis. means the uh, gods, demigods or the devadas of that particular world. And they will invite us. They will offer us kama Kamadhenu, beautiful women. I don't know uh, why they have mentioned women. Maybe at that time, he considered the practitioner is only a man. So, all this kind of offer. So, immediately, the Commentator says, Wait, wait, you have to do Pratibaksha here. The Hariharanda says, Just like, just imagine a dog is eating its own vomit. So, do you want to like that? You have discarded everything and you have reached at like this final stage just before attaining Kaivalya. Again, these people are inviting and offering you many luxurious things and Amaradat extra. Do you want it? Do you want to eat your own vomit as a dog No. So, do pradivaksha bhavana and then go back and then discard it and then practice higher things so this is uh, the second uh, announcement of this warning firstly he announced it in uh, 2.33 also that pradivaksha bhavana we have to do all this pradivaksha bhavana or the opposite thinking to escape from the practice of uh, to practice yama and nema and at a later stage this uh, 3.52 he again swans us uh even he is not using the term but he gives this example the commentator gives this example just like a uh, this dog eats its own vomit we should not do that we should think about it and we should discard it okay so these are so between this there is a kind of sandwich the two warnings are and all the benefits are sandwiched between these two bhavana warnings and the immediate next sutra he says uh, he says shana and it's krama Samyama on Kshana Kramayoho, means you have to focus on the instantaneous moment and it's Krama, it's sequence, then you will attain Sarvajnata. So this can be considered as instantaneous living or living in presence. So here uh, two uh, uh, commentators like Harihar, sorry, I think that is... uh, Vajispati Misra Misra says this is an expansion of 3.49 where 3.49 offers an ultimate uh, sadhaga life that is equivalent to the Sarvajnatam. So how you will get Sarvajnatam? The instantaneous focus. The instantaneous moment, focus on it, then you will get uh, the uh, ultimate focus. So uh, this can be considered, the mindfulness as per this can be considered as a viputi only. To attain the final stage, the KMLA Purusha, you have to go even beyond it and at least uh, reach the final stage. That is my conclusion. So the idea is uh, since the beginning of description of benefits and the conclusion of description of benefit, uh, he has mentioned uh, the necessity of practicing yama and niyama. Every practitioner, irrespective of whether he is a mundane practitioner to excel in his management skills or somebody who wants to excel in his, oh, to achieve kaivalya, should practice yama-nema in it perfect. Otherwise, we'll have several examples in our day-to-day life where yoga jayas are arrested for rape and all the other things. I conclude here. Thank you.